walked out of that meeting and I felt like this box that I didn't even know was there before the meeting. I felt like this box was all of a sudden gone and I just had like not only this internal permission but also this external you know permission that what I was putting onto the panel was actually coming across to a viewer. Welcome to Daring Creatively. My name's Corinne Morrison and I'm an Australian contemporary painter. Here I welcome you inside my studio as I reveal the good, the bad and the messiest parts of my creative life. As you dive down this rabbit hole with me, it's my hope that through honest connection, this space becomes a true legacy of what it means to be stubborn in service of pure passion. Let's dive in. The heater is on, the studio is quiet, the rain is coming down on the roof, and I have a cup of tea in hand. And what I am attempting to do right now is actually bring my excited energy levels back down to the ground because this last couple of weeks has probably been the most expansive couple of weeks in my painting practice to date. And I'm going to talk a little bit about why as part of this episode's topic, which is breaking free of creative boxes. First of all, though, let's go back to the previous week's episode where I was resolving um, the commission for the US client. That got finished. It was shipped. It arrived safely. So that is a nice big tick for me um, for what was May when it arrived. So that was my big May green tick. And since then, I have just undergone the most dramatic mental shift in my process. So I want to talk a bit about that today. So my play panels that I have mentioned kind of across the last few episodes. They, they reached a point where they more or less really gently, really lovingly, really organically, without any pressure at all, resolved themselves. And at the point that those play panels resolved themselves... I looked at them and I went, I've just created three beautiful paintings without any pressure, any effort, and the whole process was one fueled with this immense childlike, playful spirit that I didn't actually realise I had forgotten about. So... It has been really intriguing to me how those three tiny little paintings have truly cracked me open. And so much so, I had a, a friend of mine, the amazingly talented Brett Anthony Moore, walk into the studio. It was a very interesting interaction. 
he's another curatorial and co-artist and he walked into the studio. I had one excavated landscape on the wall which I thought was kind of at completion and it was quite a big work. And then I had these little play panels on the wall and he walked straight into the studio and the first thing he looked at was those play panels and he went, wow, what are they? You've got to show curatorial those. And I was like, mmm, I don't know how I feel about them yet. And I really didn't. I just knew that... I knew that something in me felt, like, satisfied with how they came to be. But because they were so different to the approach that I would normally take, it was like my head was not allowing me to accept them yet until he very magnetically was pulled to them and went, that's really interesting. Anyway, it was very eye-opening and it just, it triggered something in me that really got me thinking and I knew I liked them myself because straight away after I'd finished them, I thought, I'm going to get those framed. Even if no one else ever sees them, I'm going to get them framed and I, I, I like them so much that I would hang them myself because they are this reminder to me that this is what the creative process is all about. And anyway, I went and I got them framed and I got them back and I photographed them and I just thought the more I looked at them, the more I began to understand why I liked them so much. And anyway, I put my big girl pants on and... I texted a few photos through to Sophie at Curatorial and she wanted me to come in for a meeting so she could see them in the flesh. And I was, like, shit scared of showing this work. Like, I I don't often feel very out of, like, like, not confident in something, but I just had this really... I had these butterflies in my stomach because I knew that it was so different to the work that she already has there. And I brought them in. I had a really good chat with her um, and the team there. And I cannot tell you the, the weight that I immediately felt getting this work in front of her, even before she had said anything, not knowing how she was going to feel about them, but knowing that I was putting this true representation of all of me, because that's what the process was. It was play, it was all of me, it was weeks of... It was like when I was painting those play panels, because it's this process of... Actually, I really shouldn't even say the word process. I should stop myself saying that. But when I was arriving each day to the panel, I would paint and I would play. And then the next time I would arrive to the panel again, I would cover up the parts that I don't like. I would excavate back into it with the sander. And then basically every time I arrived at the panel, it became a new painting. And what the end result was is like this history of me like all of me, not me putting myself in this box that says, okay, first I mathematically analyse my colours and then I layer upon layer and then I build up like 30 litres of paint on the surface. Like I, after I came to the conclusion of these play panels and they were sitting in front of her and then she said, I love them. I love everything about them. 
I love how there is a lot there to explore, that the eye can move across the surface and have a bit of an adventure. And, or it was something like that she, she said, I'm not quoting correctly, but I, for the first time, felt like I was genuinely grounded in my process. And I, I can't really explain it, but I walked out of that meeting and I felt like this box that I didn't even know was there before the meeting, I felt like this box was all of a sudden gone and I just had like not only this internal permission but also this external, you know, permission that what I was putting onto the panel was actually coming across to a viewer. And anyway, what we have decided to do is we have decided to do a complete relaunch of my work because one of the things that makes me a little bit uneasy about pivoting my style a little bit, and look, don't get me wrong, if you look at these works, you're still going to see that, like, <laughs> really, everyone's going to look at them and go, oh, no, that's still Corinne's work because it's still, like, a lot of excavation, but just compositionally they are not as rigid. They're a little bit more free. And anyway, like, what I was a bit uneasy about was having this old, um, like, my excavated landscapes that they currently have there and then bringing this new work in. And so we've decided to do, like, a complete relaunch of my work, which, oh, my God, just makes me feel so, so good. And so... Post that meeting, I've arrived back to the studio and I feel like my entire world has just opened up. And what I have been doing for the last two weeks, I literally have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, plus another five little ones on the go. So that seems like a lot of work. And if I was using my post-play panel method, I would be going batshit crazy at the moment. But I am not. And for the last two weeks, I have quite literally turned up in the studio every day and I am looking at every individual panel in and of itself as a playground. And, you know, the really interesting thing is normally in a studio day, especially with my old methods of, like, mathematically organising my colour palette and then building up and colour blocking. And at, by the time it hit about 2 o'clock in the day, I was so mentally exhausted that I felt like I could not add another layer on the panel. And for the last two weeks, I have not felt that once. I have come in, I have powered through every single day and there's been a few days that I haven't even needed to eat. <laughs> Sounds terrible. Um... But I am just honestly pouring all of me into these panels. And it's really interesting as these panels that I'm currently working on are unfolding. Um, I've had, like, these, these dreams of the past. Like, dreams that... Like, things that I... From my childhood that I haven't... 
like even thought about for years. Like I had this dream the other day about my my grandma, who's now not here, but she was actually, you know, she wasn't a creative person. She was the type of person that had this. Um, she had a heart of gold, and her ability to to care for everyone was just so immense and she really did pour all of herself into everybody and she also had this really amazing way of finding creativity in everything even though she wasn't someone that you would consider a creative person like she was quite a methodical person and she liked things done a certain way but with us kids she would share her like flora and fauna reports. She was the one that got us to watch as the pansies opened up in the backyard. And like, we used to have this rain rock as a kid. And it used to be funny every time my sister and I would draw on this rain rock, it would rain. And then we would watch the rain and she'd get us to observe how the raindrops would fall on leaves and um, the new birds that are in the backyard. and there were some of these memories that have just started coming up out of nowhere. And the only thing I can think is that now, like to me, that's just a sign that I'm truly investing into what is me. And even this morning, like I'm, my intention for the studio today um, is just to record this podcast because I have been going non-stop and I really need to try and um, ground myself a little bit because energetically I'm just, I feel like I'm energetically high off painting at the moment without taking any drugs. And <laughs> it's just, it's just this immense eye-opening experience for me in knowing that I've cracked open this new part of me. And so all this work that I'm working on for my relaunch in September um, is evolving at its own pace. Each panel is taking me on a new path. Um, I'm learning so much and I feel like I'm now just open to whatever happens rather than trying to predict where everything is headed because with the previous way I used to work I I didn't actually realize at the time but now when I look back I did have a method like I did have an a b c d parts of the process and then the end result as much as it was sanding and very organic and I didn't know what I was going to get I kind of preempted the end result. Um, and with these, I cannot preempt the end result at all because every day I paint on them, they become something new. And I'm going to share some time-lapse videos soon of just the current smaller panels that I'm working on. And they're about, what are they? Like 40 by 40 centimetres. But they're still just a really nice intimate size that I can pick up and move and I'll move them from the easel to the slat wall. Sometimes I'll sit on the floor. Um, the palette that I've been using is really minimal as well, 
which has been, yeah, just expansive in itself, like really working with the same, I think, how many colours am I using? I'm using, um, let me just have a look, one, two, three, four, five, six, six colours, seven colours, that's it. And all the panels at the moment have been mixed up with these seven colours and yet they're all quite different. So that's quite exploratory as well. So I guess the purpose of this episode is just to encourage you to think about your creative box. Think about, have you created a box for yourself? And what would it look like if you showed up to your creative space tomorrow and did something that wasn't predictable. So I, I really do encourage you all to start some play panels. Um, you know, get your piece of timber and just for the first 20 minutes of every studio session, have a play. Do what comes out of you and don't predict the outcome. And in finishing today, what I wanted to actually read you, because I'm, with this shift, I'm also having to update my website and rethink about my artist statement and I was actually doing a bit of that writing this morning. So I want to read you what I've put together so far about this artist statement and so basically what I've done on my website is I've just got like this big page when you first go on that basically tells about these new play panels and I think I'm going to call them excavated playscapes. So what was previous my excavated landscapes, these are still excavated but they're playscapes now and so anyway I'm going to read what I wrote this morning, this will likely change. Um, I printed it off but if you want to go and have a look at my website. Um, It's going to shift a bit over the next couple of months so I'm adding stuff and removing stuff and anyway I've only just started changing it. Um, but this is what I wrote this morning. So, it begins with play and ends with pause. Tactile and seductive Morrison's excavated playscapes are a playground for the curious mind to explore surface and negotiate with otherness. A single brushstroke can transcend thought and create its own space that leaves us standing somewhere in between. When we immerse ourselves in the viewing experience, we are making a bold claim that we deserve to be still, to be filled with wonder and to experience the magic that we once knew but somehow forgot. This new collection of work is not about reaching the end goal. It does not question what art is, but rather what art does, whilst creating a place for being every step along the way. And... When I do have my next solo show, which I don't know when that's going to be just yet, but when I do have that next solo show, the show is going to be called A Place for Being. And I've been thinking about that for quite a while now. And it is so relevant to this playful way of working in that our process should never just be about reaching that end goal 
And the more I think about it, the more I actually realise that that is this, um, this patterning that I have from my ex-gymnastics career, this patterning that is always striving to reach the gold medal, that it's about the end result. And just that concept of making every encounter of every work a place for being. It is being completely present within the process and respecting the process enough to ensure that every time I am arriving to paint, I am doing that with the sole purpose of finding more and more about myself. And so that's all I'm gonna really talk about today, but I think this shift has just really given my work this whole new level of honesty and vulnerability. And I cannot be more excited to share with you what I am doing. So stay tuned for September. I'm gonna share some sneak peeks along the way. Um, and make sure that you're on my mailing list because that's where I'm going to share a lot more videos and blog articles and, yeah, exciting things are happening. So watch this space. Watch this space. Um, oh, and one more thing, one more thing. So those original play panels... I actually decided to enter them into the 50 squared art prize. So they're heading down to Melbourne this coming week. Um, and that exhibition opens on the 24th of June, I'm pretty sure. So, um, and there's more about those works um, if you're on my mailing list or reading my blog. I've just put an article out about those three works. So I will leave it there. And we will talk again soon. See you next time.